What is up, everybody? This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want as long as you got the facts. Tonight, uh, we have a couple things to focus on. We're going to start off with week five of the NFL season underway. We'll talk some Thursday night football, and we have an injury report to go over as well. And then we're going to wrap everything up with some uh, baseball talk. We have the ALDS, uh, a.k.a. the American League Divisional Series, as well as a National League Divisional Series right now. So we're going to talk about both of those games. We had a couple game ones to go over tonight and two of the game twos of both the game twos tonight in the National League to go over. So let's go. Uh, let's get into it right quick. Uh, we're going to go over the last night's score uh, in the NFL, that Thursday night football game against the Seahawks and the Rams. The Seahawks were able to pull it out 30-29. to The Seahawks go up to 4-1 and on the year. The Rams take their second loss of the season. Their second in a row, mind you. And they are now three and two. Uh, let's break down the stats in this one for the Rams. Of course, they were led by quarterback Jared Goff, who went 24 of 49 for 395 yards. He also threw for a touchdown and an interception as well. Up next, you had Todd Gurley, who had 51 rushing yards. He also put uh, put down two touchdowns on the ground. We also have tight end Gerald Everett leading all Rams receivers uh, with seven uh, receptions and also 136 yards. We also got Cooper Cup here catching nine passes for 117 yards. He would also go on to have a touchdown. On defense, the Rams were led by a linebacker Troy Reeder who had 14 total tackles. Also safety Eric Weddle who had seven total tackles. And then finally Clay Matthews who had five total tackles and, and a sack. And on special teams, they got a good game from their kicker, uh, Greg Zerline, who went 3 of 4 on his field goal attempts. Uh, we're going to move on to the Seahawks real quick. Uh, for the Seahawks, they were led by, of course, Russell Wilson. He went 17-23 for four touchdowns. Uh, running back Chris Carson will lead all rushers with 118 yards. He also had a receiving touchdown. Tight end Will Disley would have 80, 81 receiving yards. Excuse me. We also got Tyler uh, Tyler Lockett. They are the receiver here. I think they're, yes, they're number one at the moment. Uh, Tyler Lockett was able to get 51 receiving yards and a touchdown. Uh, Rod received the Rookies, wide receiver uh, David uh, DK Metcalf, excuse me, and David Moore, they both caught touchdown passes as well. And on defense, KJ Wright will get 10 touchdowns. Linebacker Michael Kendricks will get seven total tackles. And safety Tedrick Thompson will have an interception to add to that. A couple takeaways from this game. Again, you had another game where the Rams just did not have any type of balance. Uh, Todd Gurley was only able to get 51 rushing yards. And although he had a couple scores to add to that, I don't think he was able to offset the offense a little bit give Jared Goff a little bit of a rest Jared Goff again had another game where he threw for 50 passes uh, again he I mean he had an okay uh, completion percentage and he did throw he did throw for an okay amount of yards with 395 but again he has a touchdown there and also that interception uh, again they're not balanced something about this offense is not there uh, you didn't get anything from uh, Brandon Cooks their their top wide out and again you have a couple there's a lot of questions now that I have for the Rams uh, they look to be so promising at the beginning of the year and it uh, looks like they're kind of falling off uh, but for the Seahawks I mean you had the exact opposite you have balance here uh, Russell Wilson went 17 to 23 
Uh, he had a good amount of yardage through the air, but he did throw for four touchdowns. Chris Carson also added 118 yards on the ground himself. He was able to catch a pass as well, catch a touchdown pass as well. So again, you have balance. Uh, you have tight end Will Disley helping out. You also got the, t uh, the wide receivers here, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, excuse me, and even David Moore. So again, uh, it looked to me as though, yes, the game was close, uh, but again, I, I just saw that Seattle's defense seemed to be firing on all cylinders, and they just have a lot more going. They have a lot more folds and wrinkles to that offense, way more than I thought, uh, well, way more than I thought that they had originally, and certainly way more uh, compared to the Rams, uh, way more, yeah, compared to just the Rams. And we thought the Rams would come in here being the offensive juggernaut like they were last season, but since that game uh, last year versus the Bears, they haven't looked so good in my opinion offensively, and it's come back to uh, bite them. Uh, one bit of news from this uh, this score here in this game, actually, linebacker uh, Clay Matthews will be out for at least a week. He did suffer a broken jaw in the wind, so uh, that's that's a that's a key piece out. But uh, the Rams, they got a lot more. They got a lot more questions to answer here. I'm gonna take a quick break, and when I come back, I'll be going over some MLB action. Of course, we have the, the we are in the divisional series: ALDS, NLDS, uh, Braves, Cardinals, Nationals, Dodgers. We also had the Rays taking off against the Astros. Uh, the Astros uh, today. We also had uh, the Yankees taking off against the Twins. So we're going to break all four of those games down. I'll be right back, y'all. I'm back. I'm gonna wrap this up for tonight. I'm gonna talk a little bit of a uh, little bit of baseball. Uh, we have the playoffs uh, underway. We have game one of the. We have two game ones to talk about. Two uh, two game ones from the American League uh, Divisional Series. We're gonna break these two down. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Houston Astros getting their game one win against the Tampa Bay Rays. Six to two was the final score here. The Astros, of course, now lead the series one zip. Uh, for the Rays, uh, they were able to get RBIs from right fielder Austin Meadows and also second baseman Eric Sogard. That's all they were able to get today. A great pitching performance from uh, Justin Verlander who went up for seven innings, only gave it one hit. He also had eight strikeouts. Again, this rotation for the Astros is, in my opinion, probably unbeatable. They probably, uh, the A's, in my opinion, y'all might think I'm crazy. I thought the A's could have matched up a little bit better against this squad, but they're not here uh, for that. So again, we have the Tampa Bay Rays here. Not too much to say. I mean, a great performance from Justin Verlander. Seven innings, only one hit. Eight strikeouts, again, what can you say? The bullpen only needed to show up for three. Uh, I've only really put in work for three innings, um, you know, well, technically, yeah, about three innings, uh, or two, actually. Uh, so, again, you know, they got they got the offense that they needed as well. Jose Altuve had a two, a massive two-run home run. They also got a two hits and two, uh, actually, sorry, two hits and an RBI from their first baseman, Yuli Gurriel. And in my opinion, the Astros made it look easy. I have this team winning in four straight games. I don't see this game going to fifth. Uh, so, yeah, 
just easy work for the Astros. This this rotation is uh, the best in baseball, and I don't think anybody in this playoff field could beat them. Uh, let's move on. We have another game one, like I said, uh, in the ALDS. We have the Twins uh, taking a loss here to the Yankees, 4-10. to For the Twins, they got two hits and two RBIs from shortstop Jorge Polanco. They also got an RBI uh, from de uh, designating hitter Nelson Cruz and also third baseman Miguel Sano. For the Yankees, uh, they got a really good game from first baseman DJ LeMayhew. He had three hits and four RBI. Second baseman Glaber Torres also hit a two-run home run. And uh, pitcher James Paxton was able to get the start. Uh, pretty decent start. Only went four innings. Uh, he did go five hits, three earned runs. He had eight strikeouts, though. But the bullpen came through. Uh, they were able to go for a little bit over three innings. They did give up two hits, but only one on a run. And also, they had five strikeouts strikeouts as well and of course now the Yankees are on top of this series winning also uh, two of the teams that I pretty much have winning this series uh, they take the first game I'm not surprised I think this one uh, this might go four games I think the twins can pop probably win one game they have they have a uh, decent enough power in their bats to do so to get a to get a good run to get a good string of runs going but I don't think it's enough to win this series I got the Yankees winning this one uh, probably four games uh, but let's move on to the National League uh, we have the National League Divisional Series here of course we have two games for that tonight uh, we're gonna start off with the Cardinals actually the Braves uh, tying the series up here uh, they get the win against the Cardinals tonight three to zip for the Cardinals uh, this this is a this was a very pivotal game for them uh, again they could add a shot to go up to go on top because a really hot team like the Braves but again they got six hits uh, for the entire team uh, six hits throughout nine innings and they got zero runs to show for it so they got on base a couple times uh, they had a few people on base but they just weren't able to generate runs aka points so uh, again the Cardinals I mean, I mean the Braves. They just showed up. Uh, Mike uh, Fultonevitz. Uh, he went for seven innings as well, uh, seven innings, just like Justin Verlander. Again, you, you're, you're seeing a pattern. I want to you guys. I want to show you guys a pattern. The real pitchers with really great and deep pitching staffs. A lot of them have really good. They start off with a great starter. If the starter doesn't have to come out in uh, about eight innings uh, or seven innings, if a starter can put in seven work, that means you're doing something good as a baseball team. Again, Mike Fultonevitz. Seven innings, three hits, uh, no earned runs, and he uh, gave, he had seven strikeouts. So, again, they really didn't need to rely on too much of the bullpen. They didn't, they didn't have to waste any arms necessarily. And the Braves made this one look kind of easy, although they didn't have the whole, they don't have a, they didn't have a whole lot of runs in this one either. Uh, for the Braves, uh, they had a two-run home run from their uh, left fielder, who was serving as a pinch hitter tonight, Adam Duvall. And also uh, third baseman Josh Donaldson had an RBI as well. So not a lot of power hitting going on, but, again, uh, they were able to get on base and uh, make them count. Uh, unlike the Cardinals, they got on base six times. Uh, they had six batters reach uh, base, excuse me, and uh, they were not able to turn any of that into runs. So uh, for now, the Cardinals uh, they dropped this one. The series is now tied. But I was I was up in the air about the series to begin with. I wasn't surprised the Cardinals got the first win, and I'm really not surprised the Braves were able to get the second one. I think this one goes to the to the maximum, excuse me, of five games.
Let's move on. We're going to talk about the final game of the night. Uh, this one has the Nationals. They even the series as well against the Dodgers. They won this one four to do, four to two. Excuse me. Uh, for the Nationals, they were led by third baseman Anthony Rendon. He was going to have two hits in an RBI. Right fielder Adam Eaton was going to have two hits in an RBI as well. And second baseman Howie Kendrick would also bring in a run as well. Uh, pitcher Steven Strasburg will get the start today. Again, a, another good start. Again, I believe the Nationals uh, have a pretty good uh, rotation of pitchers as well, uh, just like the Dodgers. So this series is actually going to be a little bit harder as well. Uh, I had the Dodgers coming out on top of this uh, this series, but it's going to be pretty uh, close. Uh, Steven Strasburg, like I said, went for six innings. He did give up three hits, but only one earned run. He also had uh, seven strikeouts. Excuse me. He had one earned run and ten strikeouts. Excuse me. And the bullpen, of course, did his job uh, here going for three innings to close out the game. They give up two hits, but only one on run, and they also had seven strikeouts. So again, strikeouts across the board for the Dodgers, uh, sorry, for the Nationals. And uh, they they have surprised me. I Again, I, I felt as though the Dodgers had a better rotation with Kershaw and Ryu. But uh, again, I again I've talked about Steven Strasburg before on this on this channel. I do like him a lot. He's very underrated in my opinion. Uh, he definitely gets a lot of strikeouts a season. <clears throat> I think he just uh, I think for him, uh, a lot of his a lot of the backlash that's come to him is because the Washington Nationals have not had a whole lot of playoff success in his tenure. You can't necessarily uh, blame that all on him, uh, but again, his team hasn't had that postseason success, so they kind of hold that, hold him somewhat accountable for that. And uh, we're going to talk about the Dodgers real quick too. And uh, for what it's worth, as good as Clayton Kershaw is, as good as that LA rotation is, there's always been some backlash to LA. Uh, there's always been some uh, some naggers out there uh, against Clayton Kershaw, and these are these are one of the these are you know. Some of those examples, uh, and this game turns out to be an example for uh, Clayton Kershaw. Unfortunately, he goes for six innings, uh, puts up a pretty decent start. He goes for six innings, gives up uh, gives up six hits. He also gave up three earned runs. He did have four strikeouts, but again, he gave up three crucial runs, and that's pretty much a deciding factor of the game. Uh, he had a great de uh, defensive uh, play in the beginning, uh, in the middle of the game, but again, you know, just he, he gave up three runs. You cannot do that uh, in a series like this. Again, I believe this is probably going to be, uh, well, no, it's not going to get easier, of course. But again, there's so much riding, I feel, on both teams. These are two teams that, you know, lose a lot in the playoffs. So, again, whoever loses this, this series is going to hear a lot of backlash. Um, I think even more so uh the Dodgers because, again, they're always loaded every year. They're always one of the, you know, the highest payrolls in baseball and again this will just be another failed attempt and again you know it, it's it's definitely going to be hard I, I, I especially with the seeing this game here again i i just as i thought i forgot all about i i missed mac max serzer going into the wild card game against uh, the brewers and i completely forgot about steven strasburg so again both of these squads are pretty much deep in terms of pitching staff 
I, I, I don't I don't really know this game this this series is just like the uh, Atlanta St. Louis series almost to me now I really don't know uh, who I have coming out on top of this one uh, but for now I'm going to take a break you guys uh, for tonight uh, tomorrow I will be back I got my list my top 10 list of the worst Republican and uh, Republican slash conservative uh, run states in the nation I got that done today for you guys so I will have that list for you guys tomorrow tomorrow night and then Sunday uh, I will be coming through with the part six of my California, the Golden State issue, uh, my history of California immigration. So uh, I'm going to be hitting you guys with the history uh, and also, you know, of course, my top 10 list to end off the week. And I'll be saving uh, all the sports action, college football, of course, top 25 action. Of course, we're going to have week f uh, the rest of week five in the NFL. I'll say that for you guys uh, Monday morning. Of course, we'll probably have a baseball playoff update for you guys Monday morning as well. Matter of fact, that's definitely when we're going to be doing that. So, uh, like I said, uh, to finish off the weekend, top 10 list. Uh, also, we have um, on Sunday night, I'll be having part six of my Golden State Issue series. And then again, Monday morning, I'll be giving you guys that special course with all the sports highlights from over the weekend. Top 25, of course, for college football. Ball, so on and so forth. And if you're looking to, uh, looking to get in touch with me, of course, you can reach me on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is eljbutler75 at gmail.com. Once again, that is ljbutler, eljbutler75 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Facebook and on Instagram at ljamaljani. That is e-l-j-a-m-a-h-a-d-j-a-n-i. Once again, that is E-L. J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. Once again, this is your man, L. Jamal. This has been Never Out of Bounds, the place where you can say what you want as long as you've got the facts. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out, one love, and I'll holla at y'all later.